You, the great Australian taxpayer, the ultimate golden goose perhaps, you just handed a company you've never heard of called IntelliHub nearly $900,000 so that it can install 50 electric vehicle chargers in boxes on light poles, mainly in Sydney. Logan from autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap. Australia only. Website. Card. It's up there on a light pole. Taxpayer funded too. <laughs> so, ARENA, the Shitsville Renewable Energy Association, part of the federal government, just handed IntelliHub $871,000 of your money, which you worked quite hard to earn, by the way, to install 50 boxes on 50 light poles and run, I don't know, five or six metres of cable down into each of them so that people who can't think more than two steps ahead who buy an EV with nowhere to charge it because they don't have off-street parking so that they don't bitch and moan about all of this too loudly. You can live in Brisbane or Melbourne or even West Anglesex you are still underwriting this mainly Sydney project, dude. It's expected that as many as 10% of new car sales in Australia will be electric vehicles by 2025. That equates to an extra 120,000 new EVs on our local streets each year. Where's Ballantyne there, CEO of taxpayer-funded IntelliHub? I don't think he means new cars. I think he means new vehicles. Hashtag details. But more importantly, perhaps he might explain to you and me exactly how we get to 120,000 new EVs being sold annually by 2025. Like, it's nearing the end of 2022 now, so there's only two more full years before we're at, quote, by 2025. And forgive me for using facts so inconvenient. In calendar 2021, Australian EV sales were just under 21,000. And there's been no substantial growth in this this year. In fact, for the first six months of 2022, 9,680 EVs and 2,749 plug-in hybrids. So we're kind of on track for just under 20,000 EVs and about 5,500 plug-in hybrids in 2022. According to Mr. Ballantyne's non-specific expectations... We're just going to magic up a six-fold increase in annual EV sales, and we've only got 2023 and 2024 to do it. And most of the shiny, new, sexy EVs, I'm looking at you, Hyundai Ioniq 5 and Kia EV6, etc., they are so unavailable, they're pretty much not actually on sale, right? Because the car industry had a friggin' stroke during COVID and the rehab's looking like it's going to be a pretty long road ahead, frankly. There's absolutely no indication that the car industry is going to unfuck itself anytime soon. So good luck with that bold expectation, Wes. But I know I speak for society when I say, dude, 
Enjoy the $871,000 we just handed your company. I'm sure it's far better in IntelliHub's bank account than being used to, I don't know, care for the elderly or prepare for bushfires. Shetra. Keep up the great work, making Australia less shit. One bolt-on pole box at a time, dude. The point of this project, right, is to put charger boxes on poles for people who buy EVs but can't think far enough ahead to conclude that not having off-street parking might be something of an impediment. The nine local councils taking part in the project include Waverley, Wallara, Randwick, Lake Macquarie, Ride, Singleton, Parramatta, Northern Beaches and Inner West. Okay, so Waverley, Inner West, Randwick, Wallara. I get it, lots of on-street parking going on in those regions, but also a great deal of wealth. Just to devil's advocate here briefly, can't those wealthy assholes in the most affluent parts of Sydney, which would be the most affluent parts of Australia, can they not simply afford to fund their own charging for their Porsche King Tay cans or something? And then there's Lake Macquarie. Really? How much of a problem is on-street parking there in Pacific Palisades paradise? Times infinity for... Singleton. All those Singletonians out there parked in the street and the epidemic of dead flat EVs gumming up the party road. You've seen that news story, I'm sure. Jesus, dude, that really is your tax dollars at work. Singleton, where this is needed urgently like stat. So this project is mainly backhanding the rich so that they can charge their three-prong EQCs or whatever in the street with a side serve of putting charges on poles in, in Singleton, thus neatly solving that region's newest non-problem. We're excited to partner with IntelliHub on this trial that utilizes street-side power poles, providing a great opportunity to pair with EV charging. Arena CEO Dazza Miller there, D-Mill, channeling his inner Big Kev. He's so excited. He loves spending your money. It's what he does. Let's be clear on this, okay? This is a $2 million project with almost 900,000 bucks in taxpayer funding and at the end of it, society gets 50 plastic boxes on poles connected to the overhead wiring. And at the end of the trial, the local council gets the revenue from charging after all the private businesses involved take their cuts. Two million divided by 50 equals, quickly, come on, what is it? $40,000 per installation. That's what it equals, fuck's sake. I would do each one happily for 20 grand, flat fee. But sorry, Singleton and Lake Mac, you can jam yours up your digestive tracts because that makes SFA sense to me. And you affluent cocks from Waverley, Inner West, Randwick and Wallara, the councils there can fund your poll boxes directly. Otherwise, from a social, moral, ethics standpoint, We've just got some aged care worker virtually on the poverty line in friggin' Rivo underwriting some plastic 
working surgeon in Queen Street plugging his battery-powered Porsche in. It just doesn't seem fair. Origin Energy will supply 100% green power for the project, meaning all of the energy required to charge the vehicles will be matched with the equivalent amount of certified renewable energy added to the grid. This is the exciting part, okay? If you've ever wondered how to bake a green masturbation cake, this is pretty much the recipe, right? Jamie Oliver's Green Utopia Masturbation Cake. Each electron is apparently going to come with a certificate. I'd really like to see that. Of course, we'll have to print rather a lot of certificates. 6.24 million, million, million electrons per coulomb, after all, just saying. We'll probably have to use office works for the certificates, maybe get a bit of additional kickback from the taxpayer, of course. The coulomb thing, that's a physics joke, but that's how many electrons there are in a coulomb. 6.24 million, 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 dude. The fact is, of course, that demand for these charges except in Singleton where demand's gonna be zero round the clock for eternity. Demand will be at its highest at night where renewable electricity production is at its lowest owing to the earth being between the sun and the local rooftop solar arrays inconveniently. So good luck with that certification at scale. I think it would also be quite remiss of me not to point out that nothing has had to be developed here. There was no wheel to invent, no fire, no positron emission tomography. London already has five or 6,000 of these charges bolted to its light poles. So there's that. This is really just a copy-paste exercise. IntelliHub's $2.04 million project is supported by Schneider Electric, who will, Hazus H. Kerr-Iced, dude. I know functional literacy is at an all-time low, but seemingly Arena and those dicks at MediaNet, an allegedly professional communications company, have taken the bold but somewhat illiterate decision to use personal relative pronouns for companies now. Well done. It's actually Schneider Electric which will provide the EV charging infrastructure and EVSE, who, there's that fucking who again, which will be managing the charging service. Schneider Electric's EV chargers will allow for convenient top-ups as well as overnight charging. Let's be crystal on this, okay? IntelliHub is getting charging boxes off the shelf from Schneider Electric and they are implementing existing app-based technology so that EV owners can use those chargers and pay for their electricity using their phones. And yet, it's still costing $40,000 to screw each box onto the poles and connect active, neutral and earth. I mean, look at the box, dude. That doesn't look like a DC fast charger to me. It seems to be AC, and that most likely means 230 volts, 32 amps, single phase, call it seven and a bit kilowatts. And to be fair on this, you know, most current EVs can't charge faster than that on AC anyway. And they are talking in the release about overnight charging, which kind of fits the profile of that kind of charging ballpark. Now, it strikes me that when I drove a Kona Electric for a year, just before the pandemic, I had a single phase 32 amp charger installed for it at home. 
total cost under three grand. Now, that charger that I have is not app-based, but it is lockable and swipe card enabled so that more than one user can differentiate their account kind of thing. And the electricians who installed it, they had to run a dirty big fat 32 amp cable in conduit under the floor for the entire width of the house. They had to fit an isolator and drill through a double brick wall and upgrade the bus in the meter box that serves the breakers and add a breaker. And still, they made a profit, as did the company which sold them the box. So I am moved to ask, you know, how the actual fuck can a 50-unit bulk buy of essentially the same thing, only with app support and easier installation, how can this possibly cost 40000 bucks each? And why is the taxpayer stumping up 17000 bucks of that for each box in Sydney's most affluent suburbs. What exactly do the rest of us get out of this? 50 installed EV chargers on street poles, a business case, technical standards, approvals flowchart, customer usage data, validation of network slash wholesale benefits. Well, golly gee, Jim Bob, what a bonanza. Talk about return on investment. That, of course, is a direct quote from Arena's website, the stated outcomes of this project. And all I can say on that is, it better be a pretty special approvals flowchart. It would want to be handed to me personally by a stripper who just emerged from a cake, just so we get the tone of these deliverables exactly right. The details of the ceremony really matter. It's a cost-benefit thing, obviously. That approvals flowchart handover has to be properly tacky. Goldilocks tacky, right? Kind of like that memorable scene from the 1992 cult classic Under Siege, starring Hollywood's most fake martial artist, Steven Seagal, and, dude, who could forget that literally outstanding, gravity-defying performance of former Playboy playmate and Baywatch hottie, Erica Eleniak. She's coming up on 53, believe it or not. September 29, if you'd like to send a card. Still kind of hot. <laughs> I get agree. I just checked on that several times. Research being the hallmark of you know, good journalism. As for this $900,000 taxpayer-funded 50 pole box wiring reach-around... I'd suggest it's emblematic of exactly how the golden goose gets fleeced along the road to green utopia. And this kind of thing is certain to be a foundation of business as usual for the next several years. Isn't that something to look forward to?